understand. Guido Juice had to a big sense of humor. Likes to party. This pumps. Frolic isn't a jerk off. A door cat pays for meals. Smells good. Nympho likes pickles. Takes on interest into my hobby. Very protect. Not so serious. Romantical. Likes to sleep in. The real juice cast. The real juice cast. Hello everyone, welcome to the Gorilla Juice Cast, your number one source for Jersey Shore related discussion. My name is Sam and getting creepy with me today is Jared. Hey there, what's up? And Jackson. Uh, welcome everyone. Big announcement. We are rebranding to the Three Stooge Cast. Yes. For this one episode exclusive event. Yes. We are the Three Stooge Cast. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the uh, Triple Stooge Cast. Yeah, we're not redoing the theme song. I like the triple stooge better. I like the triple stooge cast better, I think. Okay, well, we didn't talk about that, but that I don't think fine. we talked about rebranding it to the three stooge cast, did we? <laughs> Guys already made the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> They're already printed. <laughs> Shit. All right. We're talking about the Three Stooges movie. We're talking yeah. about the Three Stooges movie. The 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020. The 2012 hit film, uh, The Three Stooges. Hit in quotation marks? I guess I don't know. It didn't do very well. Uh, from what I can hit, see, and I think hit, it's hit as in like bonk and po- poke and yeah. uh, slap. Uh-huh. The like the the scores are in, and it did not perform well, and it did not get good ratings. And I'm gonna guess that it was probably a lot of people who don't they like the idea of the Three Stooges, and they saw the movie and they said that's not what the Stooges are supposed to be. Uh, I've never seen the Three Stooges apparently, <laughs> but I think. That it was really fun. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised about these stooges. Yeah, I connected to it on a spiritual level. Yeah, his stooge, his stooge chakra was glowing. Mm-hmm. It was, it was really fun. the The people that they picked in it to, that they cast were really fantastic for the parts that they they were in. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like the main cast goes, I mean, like I think that like Jane Lynch as one of the nuns was really good. She like played it pretty straight laced. Which was pretty fun because normally I think she's a more eccentric in her movies. Yeah, L- Larry David yeah. was one of the nuns too. Yep. It was hard to tell if it was him at first because it was so like, is it is it him? Is, yeah. Would he be in this as a nun? He wasn't wearing but glasses. It definitely was him. And I f- I feel like that threw it off. I thought he was wearing glasses the whole time. No, in the first scenes he was not wearing glasses. Oh, got it. Uh, when he put on his nun glasses. Then he transformed into Larry David. Got it. I would say Larry David, weakest performance in the film. I feel I feel uh, sad for him for being in this. Do you know who the, the rest of the Stooge cast was, like out of the Stooges, besides Will Sasso? So I think Sean Hayes was Larry. That sounds and right. And then Chris Diamantopoulos was Mo. Diamantopoulos. Yeah. Diamantopoulos. That's a great name. Which I've never heard of before, but I'm sure he's in something. He did an excellent job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that Mo out of the 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 Three Stooges was the best, hands down. I agree. I think that even the they had a kid version of Mo, and he was really good. Yeah, he was. He was hilarious. I also liked Larry and Larry's kid version. Yeah. And then I think Jackson. I kind of agree that Will Sasso was probably the weakest out of the Three Stooges. He was uh, trying trying a bit too hard. 
I think. On, I thought on that was part of, of the fun, like the physicalness of it, him dancing around and doing all kinds of shit like that, I thought was great. I haven't seen like a Three Stooge piece of content in probably a decade or more. Mm. But uh, I mean, I think that like from what I remember, a lot of the slapstick stuff was like near identical to how they did it back then, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Yeah, for sure. This movie was incredibly violent. Yes. <laughs> there were a lot like of shockingly so yeah <laughs> there's parts where we all just yelped uh because yeah. we thought someone was actually getting killed what was out of all of it what would you say was the biggest youch man the uh chainsaw to the head got me that's that yeah was, yeah i would say that whole scene when he <laughs> held the chainsaw up to mo like he turned and looked right into it <laughs> <laughs> and then he took it from him and then put it on top of Will Sasso, like Curly's head. Uh, <laughs> that sparks was, that was... Came, started coming out of his scalp. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what, what is happening right now? I guess that we should also mention the reason why we're talking about this. Yeah. If you're watch, listening to this for the first time, like this, this is the, fir- the first episode of the Gorilla Juice cast where we normally cover Jersey Shore, the TV show, but we're yeah. branching off and doing things now as well in tandem with the show, but it's things that the Jersey Shore cast was also in. Yes, like the Three Stooges. They were in this, but it was like a full episode of the Jersey Shore. <laughs> they were in this a lot more than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, they were yeah. quite a lot. I thought it was going to be like one joke, but no, it was like a reoccurring thing. Yeah, and they're all and- horrible actors. Yeah, well, it makes me feel because there's a lot of times where we question like how much of the stuff is scripted in the Jersey yeah. Shore. They're like, oh, they're putting this on, they're putting that on for like the script or whatever. If this is what they look like while they're acting, I've never seen them act like this before. It they, was embarrassing. Uh, it makes me believe everything in the Jersey Shore is completely 100% uh, legit now, uh, especially like Jay Wow. That's not the worst acting I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Her and you thought Jay Wow was the worst? R- Jay Wow was Ronnie. pretty bad. I would say I didn't think that I thought that Mike was the worst. I thought Mike did the best. That's I don't know. <laughs> Him and Sammy. When he was like, ah oh, no, he's here to like do get, some money. Get the thing. papers. Yeah. That's I've never heard Mike say that. I thought that the J Wow like <laughs> shit when she got like when he was doing that hand thing and then she like put her face mm-hmm. close to the counter and he started hitting. I don't know. I think that she looked like she was having fun. Yeah. Snooky was like had one line in this. Yeah. Uh, so maybe she's paid by the minute. I don't know. Possibly. <sighs> but we have a lot of stooges to get to yes. get through before the, the, the J crew come in. It's the third act of the movie. Is uh-huh. the, the is the what do they call them? The beach the beach people? The Jersey Beach people. The yeah, the Jersey, Jersey Shore Beach people TV show. Beach People show. <laughs> <laughs> the Jersey Shore TV Beach People show. So uh listener, lean Hello, back. Welcome. <laughs> Lean back in your your lazy boy chair. Have your uh, cup of uh, hot cocoa. Uh, relax. Or a cup of Joe. A cup of Joe. And listen to us discuss the Three Stooges, the whole thing. But then we're going to get to the Jersey Shore part. Yeah. And just relax. Okay. We're taking this as the movie goes through. I think that something that's very important to mention up top is that this movie was like a bunch of like short films put together yeah it was like episodic it was yeah it was episodic um even though there was like a continual story but it would there would be like a big break in between each time they would have like cool title cards and stuff that's just like which were pretty fun here's the next part of the movie sucker and Mm. they'd be all making funny faces on it it was like a quentin tarantino film yeah except for good Uh, yeah Uh with uh, less less feet well there were feet in this yeah. Way less. A lot Quentin of Tarantino like, sucking on massacre. Ronnie's toes. We'll get to that. We're gonna. We got. We got. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> Will Sasso's whole head looked like a toe. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
so to kind of start it off, the movie starts with uh, an orphanage run by uh, some nuns. And Jane Lynch, uh, the nun. The Jane Lynch nun, the mm. Dave, Larry David nun, the Kate Upton mm. nun, you yeah. know, big names. And along com- comes a car playing like Dragula or some sort of rock song, speeding down a dirt road. And they uh, out the car window, they throw a duffel bag onto the steps of the, uh, the orphanage. A wiggly duffel bag. A wiggly duffel bag chucks it yeah <laughs> out the window and that 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 duffel bag held our three protagonists oh all the baby stuff in this movie i didn't like i'm not a fan of i'm not a fan of that no me neither but yeah they grow up into three little bastards running around this orphanage yes mm-hmm. well like the way that they handle the the introduction of them is that all of the nuns really want their like their turn to play with the babies because they're cute and they seem innocent and then like when they turn into kids. They have like this omnipresence that they like they're it's like they they're like impish. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like <laughs> Damien from like the Omen. I don't yeah. I don't even know if I would agree with that. I don't think that like I feel like Damien was like a a physical demon. I feel like the Stooges have transcended reality. <laughs> like they're not uh-huh. even real. They can like yeah. phase through walls and shit. Yeah, they just kind of exist. Like it's it's like <laughs> I don't I know that like I don't think either one of you have seen Next Generation. I've only seen like the first, but there's a character in it called Q. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like a an antagonist protagonist character. He teases like Picard a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh but his whole thing is that like is he god? Is he just like but he turns out he's like his race of people just like exist as like these omnipresent figures. And like I was like that's kind of the vibe I was getting was that they were just like trickster gods that like came to earth and it was weird because they, like they weren't like malicious like it was all i don't know it was weird because there's like that scene I, we all really liked the first like big like sight gag that they had in it where they have larry david tied down to a table and they're gonna like what are they doing to him <laughs> He was knocked out because he was getting like a like a root canal or something. They were going to give him a root canal. Yeah. Yeah. And they hit him on the forehead with a croquet hammer. Well, yeah, he was supposed to be taking a nap because of his meds, but then the yeah. boys tied him to a fucking Frankenstein table. Yeah. And started experimenting on him. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But then Jane Lynch and the other nuns as they're entering the room, uh they had to hide everything. So they hit the table and it spun around to the other side, which had like a like a potted plant, a full fishbowl full of water. <laughs> <laughs> With like goldfish like, in it. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. You could see like the water like flip out uh, of the bowl a bit when it, the table was flipping over. It was a good gag. It was really good. How's there water in that bowl? I, I can't tell you how they did that. I'm sure. Jello. Yeah, it, or something. It was it was really fun. Have Penn and Teller stumped. <laughs> I I really enjoyed the first like act of this movie. I think that like there were a few like slow dips. Like it was in waves, but like the the peaks were really high and the lows weren't super low. Mm-hmm. Except for like two that I thought were kind of stupid. I'm like I'm in a much better mood. I went into this with my expectations set that this was going to be like terrible. A, yeah, like what what are those movies that have been like they they I think they ceased to come out now. Like there's like those Damon Wayne parody movies and like mm-hmm. or not Damon Wayne's. I think it's Marlon Wayne's. Yeah, like, like disaster date movie. movie. Yeah, like disaster Meet the movie. Spartans. Those have been kind of straight to DVD for a long time. Yeah. And then- this one, I actually remember this being out in theaters for like a while. I was mm-hmm. like, man, who is seeing this movie? And it, it only took us eight years. <laughs> yeah. You take your grandparents to go see the Three Stooges movie with you. Yeah. And they hate it. <laughs> and then they pass away in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> the the young actors in this, besides, I didn't like the curly guy. I'm not trying to like dog on like a kid actor, uh-huh. but I think that like the Mo one sold it. He was at 110%. Yes. 
Uh, the Larry one was at like a 95. He was doing a really good job looking like he just got woken up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the curly one was, I think, doing an impression of Will Sasso. Yeah. And I don't know. I think a lot of our gripes are with the actual character of Curly. I like his dynamic yeah. in the group. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Because he is the kind of the over the top, like, oh, I got a I got a rat fart yeah. burp. <laughs> yeah. Like he's the yeah, he's the, like the he's the hilarious ogre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Larry. Uh-huh. Because I like his hair. I, I think that Larry is the most interesting out of the Stooges, even though I think Mo is probably my favorite. I'll, I'll be Curly, Sam. I'll be Curly. No, That's no, fine. I'll be Curly. Curly was the tallest. You got Jackson's got to shave his fucking mullet into a bowl cut, though. So oh, yeah, man. That's fine. Uh, I'm going from one of the least desirable haircuts to one step further least down. desirable haircut. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know. I think that bowl cuts are... Uh, the way that they had that bowl cut on the on the guy, like whenever, like the the actual Mo guy, when, like as an adult, whenever he mm. would move, it would like I don't know, it looks like it was a wig, but I don't think it was. Like it was sliding <laughs> on his scalp, depending yeah. on how he's leaning. And like when he got angry or like looked like he was trying to be mean, and he was doing all those faces, I think that that haircut like is perfect. Yeah, like he's getting uh, mad and he'll push it forward like a like a hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It was fun. The, like they wrap up the the childhood. Was there anything else in the childhood segment that we like stood out besides like th- you said that the dude from Seventh Heaven right showed up to adopt yeah, a young boy. The dad from Seventh Heaven who yeah. uh, has been I know he's at least been accused of some bad behavior. And that's outside of the show Seventh Heaven. Yeah. He was accused as a human. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not as a character. Yeah. The creepy dad from Seventh Heaven is the yeah. creepy adoptive dad in this movie. Mm. And uh, Who, I was like, I was like, boys, don't go with him. Yeah, Mo dodged a bullet. I think you said he was wearing a wig, and then when you see it him like at it. his actual age at the end of the movie, you're like, yeah, he's wearing a wig. <laughs> yeah, Seventh Heaven Dad wants to adopt one of the kids, and he they, he decides to adopt Mo. And then the car ride home, Mo, Mo makes the declares to the parents like, hey, you should go back and adopt the other two. I miss them. The parents return Mo to the orphanage and adopt someone else. The way that this movie handled the orphan jokes was like a fucking home run. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was insane. I was surprised that they made some of the jokes they did about these kids. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I mean, like they were like, like it was like funny and it was all lighthearted. And nothing was mean. Yeah. But uh, like the way that they like got that, like each time that somebody was about to get adopted, it was always a joke that was a lead on joke about somebody not getting adopted. Not yeah, Not getting adopted. <laughs> or like it, later on, there's another kid that gets adopted. And then his, his like there's a friend of his at the orphanage and she's like, quit being a, a baby. Like everybody here has their brother dragged away <laughs> and adopted. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, <laughs> the <laughs> the way that they. Like he, they come back and then Mo gets left behind with the other Stooge boys, the Stooge, yeah. the young Stooges. Stooge boys. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that the, uh, the like the lead up to them becoming adults was really good. Like them, them growing up from being it was a, a thirty five year well. gap. It was paced very well. Yeah, and they have like a black screen. It's like uh, twenty five years later, and they're in their their uh, twerk shop. Twerk shop was spelled wrong. They're like groundskeepers for the orphanage, I guess. Yeah, all the signage that they have is spelled off. Like everything is spelled incorrectly because they are the ones painting it on there and they can't spell anything as adults. I don't understand. So they're 30 something years old, 35 uh, yeah. maybe. 30, like 35, 36. 
Yeah. Which Will Sasso, I think, was 50 at the time of filming this. Probably. It's good for him keeping up with his physical comedy at that age. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Some yeah. of the stuff that those dudes do <laughs> in this is insane. I, I can't. I'm sure that there were stunt doubles, mm-hmm. but some of the times, like, I mean, he ran into like a door at one point. Stunt stooge. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got lucky that we didn't get in the alternate reality where the three are played by uh, Steve-O. Oh, God. Johnny and Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville and uh, Bam Margera or something. Yeah. Because that would have been awful. They, they yeah, must have been busy yeah. that week. I uh, I think that this movie, it like it hit its stride in the first 15 minutes of the adult stooges doing their stooge shit. Yes. Extremely violent. It was <laughs> extremely violent. In the yeah, ways insane. it was violent. It was very creative. Yeah. Which is uh, saying something yeah. for hitting people yeah. with a hammer. Like, you don't think there's that much variety in how to do that. There was that. A, a lot of choreography. It was like they got the lightsaber choreographers from Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're, the just swinging br- they're just swinging bricks at each other. They're, my favorite, like, hit happens around the chainsaw one. And it's whenever, I don't remember who did it, but somebody, like, dislodged, like, a sledgehammer. Oh. And, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And so I think it sets up where Larry or Mo is trying to bust open a bell, like a, a bell tower with a crowbar to fix a bell at this orphanage. Yeah. And Mo's like, take that sledgehammer and hit the crowbar. And Larry's like, okay. And he, he smashes Mo's hand with the sledgehammer. And then Mo lets go of the crowbar, which like turns into a catapult and hits him in the face. And that, like, in turn knocks the head of the sledgehammer off into a water bucket, right? Yeah, on the ground. Because on the they're ground. on the roof. Yeah, they're like they're like two stories up. There's a bunch of shenanigans that happen on the roof, like a like a like a five minute like slapstick section on the yeah. roof. Like there's like eating donuts is involved. They do like a sight gag with like donut remover, but it's actually do not remove. Yeah. And then Curly had to go get a chainsaw and he's trying to carry it up a ladder. And <gasps> it was like he like clips it to a carabiner and it's hanging down behind him. And this chainsaw is cutting the ladder up as he's climbing up it. Uh huh. And he gets to the top. And then that's when the the greatest like sight gag in the movie happens, which is when Mo turns and he's like looking at the chainsaw. <laughs> it was like how, it reminded me of something from Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, uh-huh. but then, oh god, he fell in the wood chipper. <laughs> yeah, like that. And I think that there's a scene in that where one of them gets stung by bees, and he's chasing the kids through the woods with a chainsaw. Uh huh. Like the Larry David nun comes out to like let them know that there's some bad stuff happening, and there's like this entire thing of like the Larry David nun is it's like Mo and Larry fall off the roof and land on her. And then the, they, she hits her, like, I don't even remember. It was, there's so much shit that happened, but she like hit her head on a fire hydrant. And then Larry tries to like wake up Larry David and sloshes a bucket of water that had the sledgehammer head in it. And it just comes out and hits her in the face. And that was my favorite part. <laughs> that was a, uh, that was, it was really satisfying. It was yeah. a very good setup for that yeah. joke. There, there's another like there's a lot of really good like just weird setups that they do in this that have a really fun payoff sam uh, mentioned while we were watching it, it like a lot of these setups were similar to how like a final destination movie shot yeah. uh, you'll you'll see like a, a shower curtain ring fall off and it'll like go down the toilet that will clog and then like the the bathroom uh, starts flooding a bit so it's a little slippery uh, all the pieces were getting fit together yeah. so at the end there's the climax of uh larry david being murdered yeah. by the stooges 
And then and then the the brass bell the that's on top of, of the building. Yeah, the angels of death. Uh, and then the bell falls off of the roof at this point, or was it before? At some point, the bell falls and kills Larry David. Uh-huh. That might have happened before. But then they, I don't remember, like they make a, there's a bunch of really good jokes in this that they make that are based off of the sight gags. And they, they make a joke about like her face being able to like, it was like a, like a ringer or something. I don't remember, but I thought it was funny. Larry's typically the, 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 the pun one in their yes. dynamic. He, he says all, he says all kinds of shit when he first meets people. He's like, what's up bulldog to like this <laughs> other lady. Yeah. Or fucking uh, Mike calls that one person Jumbotron. <laughs> yeah, Jumbotron. <laughs> yeah, they're going the- Jumbotron. It's like yeah. whoa, <laughs> chill, dude. <laughs> uh, oh, man. The, the 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 bell scene with the chainsaw and everything. That's that was in the first fifteen minutes, and I feel like that sold all of us on the movie. Yeah. And then after that, it was uh, it was fun. Yeah, I I enjoyed yeah. it all the way through. I agree. I I do. There was like two parts. Like there was like a like they sang like a like a song right before they left. I was kind of like I don't know if that oh. needed to be in it. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I don't know if they sang songs in the old ones because the Three Stooges were like on the verge. Like they came in when talkies started. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So I mean, they probably did have musical numbers because that was like a big deal then. I mean. Even like the ones who didn't talk like Buster Keaton or Charlie Chaplin, they sang in their movies. So, yeah, I mean, I, if they started a little bit earlier, it'd probably be pretty much like the, the jazz singer or something like they were dangerously yeah. close to uh, yeah doing some real bad stuff. Yeah, I don't, rem- they were, I don't remember what song they were singing, but it was not one that you usually associate with three white dudes. I it guess was, uh, this little lad of mine. Yeah, that was it. That was it. This movie, I bet if we weren't wa- if we were watching this recreationally and not for our full time job of podcasting, we wait would... full time. Yeah, I mean this, we're doing wait job. We took we took the pledge. <laughs> we took the plunge. Blood oath. You guys getting paid for this? But I think that there would have been scenes like the chainsaw scene. I bet we probably would have paused and rewound and watched again. Mm. It, maybe like I guess like to progress the story, the the next bit is that the orphanage is running out of money and they do a blues brothers esque kind of like we're gonna go save the orphanage thing <laughs> yeah, yeah we're on a, we're beat on a beat we're on a mission from god eight hundred thousand yes. dollars right eight hundred and thirty thousand dollars which i don't know why they gave like such a specific number because that's how much that orphanage cost they were I actually guess. gonna save those kids <laughs> i guess that's how much we need to make on this movie to break even yes it's very cheap I mean, that could have been the make. budget yeah, they do their like Blues Brothers thing where they're going to leave and they have a, a tandem bicycle which has three seats on it. And so you're like, OK, they're going to they're going to pedal away. Yeah. And that's, they, that's the gag. <laughs> that's think. the gag. And then who was it? Mo like lassos the back of like like a, a hay truck. bale truck and lit, Curly's like I tied it to the back of the bike and Mo's like what now? And then the bike starts getting pulled across the ground and there's just like sparks flying and it was like that was a really good setup like that looked really good yeah they're getting dragged across concrete yes (laughs) by by that truck yeah it's great which that segments us into the first like episode i guess in the the adult stooge life yeah which do you remember what that was called banana oh no it's called the banana split yeah and it's a murder for hire plot yeah they're uh the three stooges become hitmen yeah yeah like they're that's the thing that people forget I think is even though that they weren't successful, they were planning on murdering somebody. Well, yeah. by everything that happened, they should have been successful. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's really hard to like pick a spot to begin with this shit. 
their their outside was signs begging for eight hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, saying save the orphanage, and they have like big band instruments, and they're just walking in a circle. Oh, and then some uh, youth walk by, and Larry pulls his pants up because they're sagging. That was another not great moment in the movie. Yeah. But from across the street, out a window, there is what's her name, Sophia Varga or something. I don't know what the actress's name is. Vigar- she's Vigara. She's from. I think it's Sophia Vigara. She's from Modern Family, and her and her. Uh, lover are plotting to kill her husband for the money and they look out the window and they notice uh the three stooges will do anything for eight hundred and thirty thousand dollars yeah and they're like let's go hire those men off the street to kill my husband like the good old days yes i will say i think sophia did a better job in this than she does in modern family i agree 100%. 100%. I don't know. She gets some pretty good like gags on her as well, where like someone like is like wearing golf cleats and is like trying to climb over a wall and they're stepping on her face. I thought she did very good in this. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of <laughs> sighed when she first came on screen because I don't yeah. like her and Modern Family that much. Uh, but I thought she was fun in this. Yeah. I don't know who the dude was who played the her lover. Yeah. He had some good scenes as well. He's a monster. Yes. Yeah. There's like a setup for a violent a violent act that's actually I think the most maiming act in the movie maybe where Larry shoots a bow that he just finds <laughs> on the side of like a yoga it's like a yoga instructor's place yeah, I think. Well, yeah, it was like a weird yoga slash sporting goods like outdoor store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just a bunch of bows and arrows. And they had a bunch of bows and arrows on the side of the sidewalk for sale. Bows and arrows right next to each other. Come test out these bows and arrows on the street. (laughs) Busy street. In the middle of like downtown. And Larry picks one up and shoots it into the sky. So see ya. And he's like, well, that was neat. That could, this would be a a instrument of destruction in the hands of a moron. (laughs) And then walks away. Yeah. And then he walks away and we're like, that's, this is a setup for something. They they set it up. They shot the arrow and then they forgot about it for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. But does punchline yeah. another joke later? Yeah, it was a good. That was like a fun setup where it's like it's in a comedy movie. It doesn't have to be like smart. I guess. No, I don't know. They set up the whole arrow thing and then Modern Family and her lover come out onto the street to hire Mo, Curly, and Larry and yes. uh, murderers for hire. Their plan, she said. Uh, her lover is her husband, mm. and they need to go and kill him when he's least suspecting it in the middle of the night with the lights off. The idea is instead of him, they'll go kill her actual husband with the lights off. They won't be able to see who it is. But they they do mention like, yeah, it needs to be when I'm not expecting it. So I, uh, you know, don't get uh-huh. scared of dying. So Curly uh, proceeds to push the man in front of a bus. Yeah, he, <laughs> it was... It was Might like, we'll do it now. Yeah, it was like not what I was expecting to happen at all. No, I'm glad it happened though. It was insane how much just bad happened to that guy at that moment. He was like, he was hit by a bus. Yeah, he was run over by a street sweep, which I thought was a steamroller at first. Uh, it was like whipping his body all around. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was getting drug around in circles, uh, in the in the brush of that thing, and then. I don't remember what else happens. I mean, I know that there's like the the payoff with the arrow. Yeah, his body his body got flung across like the street from this yeah. street sweep. Whole bunch of stuff hits his head. He gets hit shot in the leg with the arrow. <laughs> yeah, uh, right when, in the uh, femoral artery. Uh, yeah, like, so he's not it, doing well. It, is, it like hit <laughs> his bone. Yeah, 
the when he get hit gets hit by the bus and they show the perspective of him getting hit from the inside of the bus, he gets launched like a fucking <laughs> cannon. <laughs> they they don't talk about the the other victims of this, uh the bus driver, yeah, uh, who will never be able to work again. He's probably traumatized. Traumatized. Poor street sweeper. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, I mean, maybe they've been waiting for this chance. Yeah, it's a good early retirement. But yeah, Mo, uh, Curly, and Larry's like, see, we killed him. Got my money. <laughs> yes. And uh, Modern Family flees the, flees the scene without giving them their money because uh, they killed the wrong man. Yeah, you murdered the wrong man. Yeah. Yes. And then they proceed to sketch on the <laughs> soles of their shoes. Yeah. On the back of her, like, whatever she was driving to her house yeah they just uh held on to the back of it and used their uh holy shoes like skis yeah well this is where your omnipresent uh yeah. situation really because she gets out of her car like miles away outside her home she turns around and all three are standing there i can only imagine what's going on in her head let's talk about that baby scene what that's the second act of after the the hire murder for hire thing they go to a hospital Yes. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the, the cue card, but like the title card for chapter two of the either. Stooges Chronicles. But yeah, they go to a hospital because uh, the man they tried to kill isn't dead yet. So they go to finish off the job. That was yeah. it. <laughs> and everybody at the hospital is in a full body cast. Kind of yes. give them their money's worth. <laughs> yeah. The one guy that's like going to witness the crime, they just picked him up and moved him to the other side because he was in a full body cast. They just moved him like fucking furniture. But he's facing the crime scene. Like they put him facing him to block the door. Yeah, but Uh, I mean, he's a witness at that point. Like they're not, you know, he's, I mean, I guess he's a material witness because they used him as an object, but that's a little crime joke for everyone. Well, so if you're going to commit a crime, I don't know if I should be given this advice, but yeah. Uh, make sure you have a ridiculous haircut like uh, like Larry or Mo. Yes. Because whenever you're being described, they will only describe, well, he had a bowl cut. <laughs> yeah. And then you get rid of the bowl cut. You yeah. shave your fucking head immediately. You're a free man. <laughs> They'll say that you had a bowl cut. That's it. There is no way that that witness is going to give an accurate description of those three yeah. with, with those that haircut. L- leading up to the them almost killing that guy the two of the stooges dress well mo dresses like uma thurman from fucking uh, pulp fiction pulp fiction and then uh curly is dressed like marilyn monroe is that mm. the joke i think that's the joke and then uh mo pulls all of larry's eyelashes out and then puts them like licks them and sticks them onto curly's face yeah and then he's got like big bodacious eyelashes yeah and then and then larry is just a doctor yeah he's just wearing a coat He's just wearing a coat, and I I really want to give it to Larry. He's it, I don't know if he wore like a hoop or something in his pants, but he always has like like the way his body is shaped is like I don't know how to fucking describe it. It's like, like he has a pillow, like a plum? or something. Yeah, kind of like a plum. He's just like he's just like a I don't know. I th- I don't know. He, like an eggplant, like something like that. Yeah. And and it it's like it's it's like cute. It's endearing, but like he just looks like. Like he just like they just got him up out of bed and he's like still half awake and they're like all right we're gonna go do this thing and he's like all right I'm I'm down let's do it <laughs> like that's his like whole thing I don't know I I think that like the characters that they like the of the three Stooges are very like after watching this movie it makes me interested in like learning more about them yes 
I agree. This was wildly better than I was expecting. Yeah. But to kind of get into the scene we didn't like. Yeah. Well, I wanted I wanted to talk it up. I want to do a sandwich here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really I did not like this scene at all. And I don't like this in other movies either. Yeah. Baby piss fight. Yeah. They go into a room full of babies, hundreds of them. Yeah. Babies everywhere. And they are told to change all the baby's diapers because they're mistaken for doctors. So they start changing oh, the by, babies. Uh, by what's her face from uh the insidious movies yes by by uh the psychic lady from the insidious movies yeah i just call her hillary clinton because i think they kind of look alike uh they both conjure demons <laughs> allegedly 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 a husband's a reptile <laughs> uh, <laughs> But so they start changing the diapers and Curly is changing one of them. It's uh, full of piss. And then uh, one of the babies starts peeing like a like a fire hose onto his face and into his mouth. Yeah. And he's like putting his hand in trying to cover up the pee to stop it from hitting his face. And then two other babies start pissing on his head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he gets like a bedpan to deflect it and it hits Mo in the face. And this starts off a like a water gun, like water balloon fight that all three yep. are having, but they're doing it by picking up various babies and squeezing the piss out of them to spray yeah. each other in the face. And they do Whoa. like a, like a, we're the kids in America montage as Whoa. they're doing it. There was, there was one gag in it, Sam, that I thought you liked a lot when he's like, put that baby down and kick it over to me. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. When it's like a, <laughs> when it's like a cop movie. Yeah. He like, he's somebody spraying baby piss all over somebody else and someone corners him. He's like, drop it. And he drops the baby, kick it over. And they kick the baby and slides right over <laughs> like a gun. And then he's got two babies. It, even in the, the scene that I disliked the most, I still think that there were like, that part was funny. And then Larry had like a slingshot filled with like shit diapers. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was also good. He hit that was the, funny he, too. the head nurse lady with that. Yeah. But the, like the Will Sasso baby pee in my face thing. I fucking hate that. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're uh, like doing the thing where it's like, oh, it's hitting me in the face. He's like opening his mouth. He's like, oh, oh, no. Uh. Yeah. And they're barely cropping the little baby penises out of the the shot. Yeah. Which is it's good they're cropping it out. But it's like, man, you were you were a foot away from a baby penis. Yeah, they were cutting it close. And I don't know if like, were they filming with naked babies? A bunch of. Yeah, I don't like that. It uh, makes me uncomfortable. I don't know. Yeah, that's not good. Is that real baby piss? I bet someone asked, was like, can we get real baby piss for this scene, please? Yeah. It might have been Will Sasso because he was the one who had to deal with it. Uh -huh. You know how it goes in Holly Weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, excuse me. I'm a method actor. I need real baby piss. <laughs> and it just hit me in the face with it. It's disgusting. Yeah. But it is immediately redeemed with them going to the room of the guy that they're trying to kill because they still think it's the woman's husband who's terminally ill who wants to die before his illness takes him. Yeah. yeah. They want their money, so they need to finish the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they get there, he, like, recognizes that they're coming for them, and they, like, put the dude up in the door, and then he, like, goes into his cast. Like, he, he shrinks down into it, and I was like, he's turtling, and then Moe's like, he's turtling, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> How's he doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Because he was like a turtle. He like he collapsed himself down into his own body yeah, to uh, get into that cast. That was very uh, Masters of Disguise feeling right Yes. There. And the Curly having a shit ton of dynamite on him. Oh, yeah. That was fucking funny. 
That was really funny. He was like, he's got any dynamite? And he's like, opens his jacket up. And he's got like Several 10 sticks of sticks. dynamite. <laughs> and it's, it's his face just like sold it. He's like very he's like, serious when he does it. Never leave the house without it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like you fucking domestic terrorist. <laughs> yeah. They drop lit dynamite into the face cavity of the full body cast <laughs> <laughs> to try to get the man who's hiding inside the cast out. Yeah. <laughs> And the, the man's arm comes out of the face hole to like throw the dynamite back at him. And then they go in and drop it back in the cast and it blows up in the off. cast. That is a, that is a double dead man. <laughs> well, and the, the practical, like the way that they made the cast like pop, like it uh-huh. bounced whenever it, that was like beautiful. It looked, it looked like really, I don't, it didn't look good, but like, it looked yeah. like presentable. Like it I was. The cast didn't explode, but smoke just shot out of all the arm and leg holes in the face hole, and it just popped up in the air and landed again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that guy fucking got all the force of that shit. Yeah, on on, <laughs> on top of his head. <laughs> and then he, like, pokes his head out, and he's like, I'm cured. <laughs> Please don't fucking kill me. Yeah. yeah. Stop. The deal's off. I'm fine. Why didn't he just say that in the first place? Because he was, I don't know, man. If you were in that same situation that he was in, there's no way. Well, from getting uh, hit by the bus, uh, when he's in the cast, he also has braces that have his teeth shut. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like his teeth are grafted together. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, uh, the deal's over. And he, he, I think he oh. wears those the rest of the movie because he's fucked up for the rest of the movie. Yeah. This was like a body horror film, man. Everyone's indestructible in this movie. But the hospital scene minus the baby thing, it's like we, we hit the lowest point of the movie there. And then it's like at that roller coaster, like the G force just pulls you right back up. Yes. To the dude getting almost killed. Which after that scene and the, the, the man saying like, hey, uh, the deal's off. Those three stooges have to find another way to make money. Right. Who are we going to kill now? Yeah. Uh, so they're like, well, we have seventy five dollars uh, and some seeds, yeah. I guess, or something. They have $75. Yeah. They're going to go start a farm. Yes. To raise the money. And it cuts to their farm, which is a golf course covered with uh, live fish just yeah, scattered salmon. across salmon, scattered in rows across the golf course. Yeah, and they're walking by and watering all of the salmon. Yeah. With the water, like they're, like they're plants. Like yeah. a pail. And they have like little animatronic fish that are moving and it goes the whole everything in the it, like because it's like it's established like that windows xp background where it's like a, a nice looking grass hill mm-hmm. and then there's like some trees and shit i don't think that's in the background but you know what i'm talking about yeah it's and like the whole golf course is covered in fish yeah they're like in but all the fish are moving yeah. it, i was impressed I, i'm sure that that was like mostly digitally they added used, they probably just used real fish that'd be sad they killed all those fucking fish yeah for that it was a good gag. That was a really yeah. funny sight gag. Yeah, they're watering the fish, and then it cuts to a close-up of one, and it's just dead, covered in flies, sitting on yeah. the, in the grass. And he's, like, stepping on it. <laughs> <laughs> but then he, uh, yeah, they're, the golf course owner, or, like, the 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 guy who manicures the course yeah. shows up, and uh, they're talking about the fish. And one thing that they do really well in this movie is that they when they're delivering stuff, they deliver it so fast and then they usually end it with a sight gag. And they're talking about like, yeah, you know, like these fish yeah. are free to roam wherever they want. Like, and then Larry's like, we also have smoked salmon. And then he pulls up a salmon that has a cigar in its mouth. That's how they make smoked salmon, folks. Yeah. 
I was like, I, I, I don't know. I appreciated that. I, there's, I don't know. There's just so much about this that like I, but it was like everything happened so fast. The, the, the kind of tempo of this movie is very quick, uh, mm. going back and forth between them yelling at each other, and then they'll do like thirty seconds of them slapping and poking and like hitting each other, and just, it's like watching a beautiful dance. It, it, like the the slapping and poking isn't like. It's not like it's just the, like it's very well choreographed. Like yeah, Jackson's, yeah. it's like a dance. It's like it's very impressive. Every poke and and smack is different from the ones in the previous scenes. They 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 keep finding different ways to do it. There's yeah, it's it's impressive. And then they'll cut to a, like a visual gag that's real quick, and it's almost stupid enough to where you're like, uh, but uh, yeah. then it's punctuated by uh, more slapping and uh, poking. It doesn't give you time to think, and it's all—it's just fun. There's a lot. Yeah. Of, there's good energies in this movie. Good vibes. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's like it's high energy, and it's like fun, and it's harmless. Minus like there's like a like towards the beginning, like the Larry pulling up the dude's pants thing. That's mm-hmm. a little racist, and there's another little bit of a racist thing that happens before that, which it sucks that that was in it, and I wish that like that none of that was needed. But all the stuff that happens in the movie that was needed. Like the like the like the the visual gags that progressed the story forward worked really well. Yeah, but like you know, like the pants thing, like that didn't like literally nothing came of that, and that was one that I was like, those guys are going to show up later, and they're they're in the, they're going to save the Three Stooges or something uh, like that's going to happen. All wearing belts, and they're going to say, Larry, thank you so much, and then and then Larry's going to sag his pants. But like I don't know, you find out that one the boy who they adopted. Instead of Mo at the beginning, because when they return Mo, they adopt another boy, has grown up and they run into him. And that's actually, did this happen yet? I think that's uh, right before or after the fish farm. Okay. Either one. So the they find out that he's living his best life and his mm-hmm. wife is actually Sophia Verbigula. Verbigula. And she is trying to kill him. And, uh, but they don't, the Stooges don't, are not aware of that yet. Yeah. And, I think that whenever that realization happens is the first time we see the Jersey Shore, right? No, it's not. No. It's no, it's after, not. after the big fight, which is the next okay. scene. Well, let's much. talk about the big fight because that part was, to me, was like, that was classic Stooges, I think, minus the emotional stuff. So they're running from the cops because they've tried to kill a man multiple times, and they're also yeah. doing their illegal fish farm. So they're being chased by uh, two cops. One of them was in uh, Human Centipede Two. Human Centipede Two, and the other, I'm I'm not sure, but it's a big tall cop and a big fat cop. And the the Human Centipede guy, he is. I don't. I thought I I'm sure it was him panting, unless one of you guys was doing no, it while we were it watching. Was, it was uh, it was him, but also me. Okay, <laughs> I know that you get pretty worked out watching this. Yeah, but yeah, he was running. He was like, <laughs> like after the Stooges, and it was really funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but so they're running from the cops and they, they break through a door in order to evade them, which they use Curly as a battering ram, which while they're doing that, they, have a, they have a dummy of Curly that they're swinging. And whenever his head hits the door, it like uh, deflates. Ugh. So his head's like a rubber head. Yeah, his head was caving in. It looked like the yeah. top of his head was turning into mush. Yeah, it looked very good. Uh, they they break through the door and uh, enter a sound stage, which they don't realize that's what it is. But they see like bright lights in front of them. It's kind of like an industrial looking yeah. backdrop. Did, did you mention 
the roof scene when they jump off the roof well that was uh when they're escaping the hospital right was that when it happened yeah yeah okay i because the the rubber head thing reminded me of them because that's when they meet the guy that's when they meet teddy teddy's the one who was adopted instead and he's going to be murdered by his wife yeah uh when they fall off of that roof, they have like uh, they they jump and they're going to hold a, a fire hose to catch them. And when the fire hose is fully retracted out of the, the reel, it just snaps off the wall and they hit the ground. And it, it the, Mo is definitely a dummy, but Will Sasso looked like Will Sasso, <laughs> <laughs> like hitting the ground. And then the the fire hose thing falls and like hits Mo on the head. Uh-huh. And it looks like it's it looks like a real like piece of metal. Yeah. Whoever did the prop work in this movie uh, is like on par with Weta, in my opinion, like what a workshop. Uh, yeah. Though, like at the end of the movie, when they show the hammers and how they're rubber and stuff, those looked really good. Yeah, they did. It was awesome. Like, uh, like, I don't know who did it. I would like to look it up because maybe they have a cool Instagram or something. But, um, but anyways, sorry. I, I really wanted to talk about that. That was one that I, I remembered really liking. And the that fall, because they, they jump off with the expectation that the fire hose is going to catch them or the like a sunset or retractable awning. Yeah, yeah. It was like underneath them. And they just like bounced off and then hit the ground and hit the ground and landed on Teddy, who looks like, I think, Todd Howard from Bethesda software. So but so they but they so they break through the door, evading the cops and they get onto the soundstage, which they don't realize that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then they kind of get into a big classic Three Stooges scene where they're just poking eyes, bonking heads, which is so well choreographed again. It's very good. Because they have shit swinging around them and stuff while they're doing it. Yeah, and I mean the way they're doing it looks like like they're doing an audition. Like the they're they're facing the front of the stage and like doing going through their whole routine of like dodging each other and uh, like pulling each other's tongues and whatnot and kissing yeah. each other and rubbing each other. Yeah, slapping tummies. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, it, was this? I think it was all. <laughs> there was like one shot where I think it cut to the hook because they swing like a like a cargo hook. Yeah. across the stage and Mo does and he and Larry and Curly both miss it and then it comes back and hits Mo in the face yeah and I think that that whole thing minus when they cut to the hook swinging was in one take I don't remember there being a lot of jump cuts in it yeah no it, it, it looked like it was all just one shot it was very good I mean yeah. considering also I mean we're not dealing with uh stunt people here or um like at like yeah ballet dancers or people that would be able to interact with other people on that level yeah, I mean, I, I can only speak for Will Sasso. I'm not sure about the other two, but I mean, they're comedy actors, so they, yeah. uh, I don't know what kind of training they have, but I mean, uh, they're doing very good with like the timing and like the, of everything. Yes. I, I was impressed. And so was the casting director who was hiding in the shadows, watching them doing their, their yeah. little yeah. routine. Which was Sam, you said was the dude from the Old Spice commercials and that is. Yeah, the shirtless guy on a horse. Yeah. He even acts a little bit like that in this at sometimes. Yeah, he does. He, he delivers a very specific way. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, the Old Spice guys in the crowd, they don't know that, but uh, Mo, yeah. Curly, and Larry, the, it gets a little dramatic because uh, yes. Larry and Curly blame Mo for uh, them not getting adopted because Mo ruined his adoption and made all three of them look bad. Yeah. And Curly and Larry, essentially, he's like, you've been holding us back, Mo. We're going to go on our own. And they, they both leave. Yes. And then it leaves Mo to cry on stage by himself, uh, which when the, the the lights change and you can see the audience in the theater, everyone's clapping and they're like, this guy's perfect. This Mo guy, he's perfect. He's perfect for our new reality show. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
That's when it cuts to the Todd Howard sitting in bed with Sophia Vergara. Yes. And he's turns the TV on and then the Jersey Shore song starts playing and they show like Mike and Ronnie. And he's like, oh, have you seen this show? It's so funny. And she's like, I don't fucking know what that is. Mm. And and then fucking Mo is like the last person on the stooge like or on the on the uh, the Jersey Shore, like in the intro credit scene. Yeah, I think he took Angelina's spot, maybe, or was yeah. Angelina even in it? Well, Polly wasn't in it. Yeah, the the so the cast that were in this movie were Ronnie, Sammy, the Situation, Jay Wow, and Snooky. Yes, uh, Vinny. I if I had to take a guess, if we like, if we thought that the acting of Ronnie and like Situation and Jay Wow was bad, I can only imagine they were like Vinny. Like we're cutting our losses here, man. Like you know, you didn't make the cut. <laughs> Well, Vinny's acted in others. He has had uh, he was the in most shark attack death match or whatever. Like, yeah, right? he has the most uh, like credits out of the majority of these people. I guess maybe he was doing the shark death shark attack Jersey Pier movie at the same yeah. time, or maybe Paulie and Vinny were doing one of their spinoffs at the time. I don't know th- that. I think that those happened after the show ended. Maybe I think the Double spin-offs. Shot of Love may have been during the show potentially. Maybe not. I thought the double shot came out in like 2018, but I, I, I'm also not 100% sure, which I think there's Uh, another season going on right now. There is. Yeah. But yeah, so there, there were some people missing, uh, from, from this bit, but they got, they got most of the people and it felt pretty good. So Todd Howard was watching the Jersey Shore show, show. Sophia said that she didn't, she didn't recognize it. And then Mo was shown on screen and then Todd is like, holy shit. That's my friend Mo. Yes. And then that's when Sophia Vergara said, holy shit, that's that guy I paid to try to kill you. Or I was going to pay. Uh-huh. But she didn't say it out loud. And so that's when the reveal happens that you find out that that's who her husband is, I think. Yes. Which is like a, a very well-kept secret for the majority of the movie. Because the way that they introduce the Teddy guy, the Todd Howard, the they, they introduce him like really quickly. And then he's like, hey, we should hang out sometime or you can crash at my place. And they're like, no, that's fine. And it's just kind of swept under the rug like it might not come back up later. But then that dude ends up actually him and his family end up taking up kind of a big chunk of the like the halfway through the second act and the third act of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, it was like kind of a well-kept secret, I guess, that like that was who she was married to, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I was like, I, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you had a feeling, but it's like kind of a fun payoff, I guess. Then that's when I think it cuts to like Larry and Curly and they are like marine biologists or something. They uh they sneak into a zoo to get free food. Yeah, that's stealing it. it from the zoo exhibits. They're stealing salmon from the polar bear exhibit. Yes. To eat. Which they for some reason they, they like salmon. off all their other salmon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could have maybe sold their salmon to the zoo and then they're eating their own crops, I guess. Maybe. There's a lot of logistics that they, they probably could have addressed in this Stooge movie. Yeah, those two are eating just salmon raw off the bone, and the lover and Sophia go to the zoo with a gun to try to kill Curly and Larry. Is that yeah. what the plot was? Yeah, he, he has a like a snub nose revolver that he's gonna take into the zoo. Yes. Yeah, instead of just trying to sneak it through the front gate of the zoo, they try to hoist him over the wall. Just randomly into the zoo? Yeah, into like a an exhibit. <laughs> yeah, um, the worst exhibit he could have jumped in. Yeah, which was a lion den. And like, I guess luckily the lion is on a chain. Which was weird. 
because he's already in a cage. I feel like there's a bit of a uh, missed opportunity with this scene. Yeah. Uh, the the way they present it, he jumps over the fence and he lands and the audience kind of knows it's a cage, but they don't show what it is. And uh, you see two children and the guy kind of asks them, is like, am I in the penguin cage? And they're like, no. <laughs> and he starts to turn around slowly and so does the camera to reveal what's behind him. And they reveal that it's a lion. I wish they were revealing that it was Larry eating a, a dead zebra. Oh, with like a bunch of blood over his mouth. That would yeah. be fun. Because he kind of has lion lioness hair. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's got a mane. The lover jumped into a lion cage and uh, the lion pounces at him but is caught by the chain yeah. just before he is able to get him uh so that the guy's safe and instead of leaving the cage he proceeds to like slap the the lion and like keep like poking him for like he's 10 like minutes. teasing it yeah and that leads to when larry tries to feed a peanut to a dolphin and then he puts ah. but the peanut lands in the dolphin's blowhole yeah that's a yeah. seinfeld episode yeah which is funny because larry david is in this movie mm-hmm uh, maybe it was a reference, you know, I don't know. I've never, I, I'm not going to, we're not talking about fucking Seinfeld. I guess maybe a little bit cause Larry David's in this, but yeah, the peanut is lodged and then Larry and well, Larry says he knows the Heineken maneuver and then he jumps into the, the <laughs> dolphin tank to try to save it, which is incredibly shallow, which, uh, might be a testament to like SeaWorld. I don't know. And then the, and then Curly gets in to save the dolphin and get the rest of the the peanut out and then he he squeezes it and the peanut shoots out of the dolphin and it like ricochets off of a bunch of different stuff and then it in a very surprising zoom in you see the lion's butthole and its testicles yeah like from the behind shot from the behind shot and then the peanut hits the lion and its testicles and the lion hates that and his eyes go red yeah it's, and his <laughs> eyes starts filling with blood like yeah. like one of his uh, uh veins in his eyes busted yeah. He could see like the cloudy blood like move across his white eye. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was grotesque. Yeah. But then he proceeds like the lion at that point is mad and it busts out of the breaks the chain, mauls the guy. And then I think that's a hard cut. Yeah. It's a hard cut. And then Larry and Curly decide to go back to the orphanage to find Mo because they think yeah. that's where he would go. And where they find a bunch yes. of squatter orphans and a nun. <laughs> yeah. And a squatter nun because the orphanage is closing and she's she's like, I'm watching. They come up to them like, have you seen Mo? And he's she's like, yeah, he's a celebrity now. He's on Jersey Beach People, the that TV show that's on right now. And then that's when they watch part of the the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Which part of the Jersey Shore was in the first scene when uh, uh, the, the two people were in bed, the, the husband and wife, the Sophia yes. and the other guy. And then the other part is when the nun's watching it. We're going to combine both of them. Just for yeah. convenience for us. Yes, because there's like there's a lot that happens, but also like not a lot. Yeah. If that makes sense, we don't want to split up our discussion of the Jersey Shore thing between yeah. the ten minute like zoo scene. So we're gonna combine them. It's just like a fever dream. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they're doing the intro, Mo Mo's little nickname, like the situation, is Dynamo. Yeah. In the in the little title cue card. And we're saying while we were watching this, like, this is the alternate reality we wish we were in. Like, we chose the wrong universe where Mo wasn't a part of the Jersey Shore. We got stuck with Vinny. Because we got to see a lot of Ronnie abuse. Some of it, I'm going to be the first to say I do not like foot injuries. Uh Uh-huh. 
I've had like a shot in my foot before. I've stepped on a nail one time that like went all the way through my foot. I'm just not a fan. I I don't like it when my foot gets hurt. I don't like seeing other people's feet (laughs) get hurt. And Ronnie gets mad at Mo for buying the wrong cheese. And Mo grabs a cheese grater and starts grating the skin off of Ronnie's feet. Right into his food. (laughs) Into his food. (laughs) He's like, I told you to get Romano. You got Parmesan. He's like, you don't like that, Ronnie? (laughs) I bet you like this. It was great. <laughs> Should have grabbed Sammy's big ass toe and grated that. In oh, true. Room. I mean, there's there's some Sammy car- carnage too. Yeah, Sammy has one. some a real she, awful. She gets her nostril hairs plucked out. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then later he puts her tongue in a curling iron that's on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ronnie's like, "Why didn't I think of that?" Yeah. Yeah. The when they do the like the it's funny because like the the I, we were very surprised like I think in the previous episode or the sorry the series finale I mentioned that I wouldn't be surprised if they just ran into him on the pier and they gave him directions and that was it. Yeah. yeah. But the cast of the Jersey Store like stuck around for a bit. It was like a plot they, point. Yeah, they like interacted with them. And like Mo is just like a force to be, he just like, he shows up, he's, he's like the cat in the hat. He shows up at the, the Jersey shore house, which is not any of the houses we've seen. Uh-huh. Um, I do think that what would have elevated this movie to an 11 out of 10 would have been if they did it at the shore house. Yeah. It was all just like some weird, uh, like, like backyard studio that they rented. Yeah. Which is also the Shore House, but I mean, it's a different porn studio, I guess. Danny Um, rents the Shore House for $9,000 a night. Really? Yeah. Danny, out of everybody, I learned this. Pauly D has the most money out of anybody that's been on the show. Danny is second. Wow. Danny Danny is worth $15 million in his personal account. That doesn't include business. Jesus Christ. Good for him. Yeah. I think that the lowest was Mike, but that's for like legal reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, P- uh, Polly D is number 1 because Polly was making money before the show and he this helped give him like he got like jobs and stuff after it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Danny, it's the Shore House is like now like a thing that people want to go. But it's I think it was it's either it's like $9,000 for a weekend or $3,000 for a single weekday night. That's very Man. surprising. Yeah. I'm spending all that money to stay at that disgusting house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I mean, if you know, if anybody wants to send us some money so we could do it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I, I don't. I don't know. How I feel about doing a GoFundMe yet, quite yet. Uh, we should have put uh, this episode on our Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have a Patreon, but what I what I liked about this whole segment is Mo was he wasn't a fish out of water necessarily in within the Jersey Shore cast. He was yeah. the king of the Jersey Shore cast. Like, he was he, who Mike thinks he is. He was the like king of the of the group. Mm-hmm. It was that yeah that mike thinks he is the i i think that like like i really like the part where he said that he was gonna go buy some gummy worms and jay was like yeah maybe if they were soaked in vodka and then it was like they start everybody starts roasting mo and then he's like doesn't he's just it's like he it's like his eyes like he sees red like a bull and then he just shaves ronnie's feet uh-huh. and then he poke he slaps mike in the face a couple of times he pulls pulls sammy's nose hairs out and then he calls it a bouquet Yes, because <laughs> he's got he's got like a couple of them. Jay Wow has my opinion. Jay Wow had the worst lines because she's like, "You look like a uh, some sort of stretched out meatball." Yeah, that was dumb. That was the first insult towards Mo, and then uh, 
I think Mike's like, you hear this chump? He's trying to get $830,000 to save an orphanage. Yeah, it, like the way that Mike said it, he didn't even sound like Mike from the show. It was like they dubbed him. Uh-huh. But yeah, then he said that he was, he was, uh, Mike, Mo was only on the show to like network or something. Uh-huh. Which I don't. No one on the show has ever done that, right, yeah. Ramona? <laughs> Uh, and then when the, when the, so it proceeds into the future after the dolphin scene. And that's when Mo like goes on a fucking crusade throughout the house and is just beating the shit out of everyone. He's terrorizing everyone. He like buys Snooky a present and Snooky is like, Oh, what, what is it? And then he pokes her in the eyes. Yeah. Like he has his arm under the box and then yeah. comes out the top and pokes her. Classic gag. Classic. Uh, uh yeah. Sammy's tongue in the in the hair curler. Uh <laughs> Classic. Which, which like you could see the pain in her eyes. That, yeah. that that's one surprising thing because if you think of Sammy personality wise, I, yeah. I I wouldn't think she would be like a go for some of the the little bits that they have her doing in this. Like she I'm surprised she really signed fun. off on everything, you know? Like yeah. she, I would I think she would be like, ew, I don't want to like nose hair. I I, yeah. Yeah, I that's not how I'm trying to present myself. Yeah, she got she got well, slapped she got, she, a couple she, of times. She got a plucked though, so that's good. She doesn't yeah. have to deal with it now. Yeah, but then he pulls it out and it's like they show it on like camera. a woolly mammoth. <laughs> yeah. There's boogers in it and some cocaine oh, sprinkled in it. Speaking of hair pulling, for some reason the stooges are constantly just pulling hair out of people. Yeah. Like there's a priest at the beginning, they they shirt him, like they pull a shirt over his head, and then they pull his armpit hair out. Yeah. And and then they pull Sammy's nose hairs out. Mo pulls Larry's hair out like two times. And, and then he walks over and picks it up and puts it puts back, it back in, in his hair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the armpit thing, that was like, I don't, I think that like, there's like prisoners of war that weren't fucking, didn't have it that bad. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Poor John McCain. Yeah. He had the, cl- he had the- there wasn't a hair to be seen under his arms. You remember when the president called him a loser? Yeah. No, I mean, well, I mean, to be fair, uh, the our president has been uh, not saying the nicest things about fucking anybody, but uh, I do remember that. Yeah, he's like, I like people who didn't get caught. <laughs> Jesus. That's a, that's a great thing to say, Mr. President. Mr. President. You're going to have to call him Mr. if you don't want to, Sam. Yeah. Um, Mr. President. Mr. President. I'm, I'm also like kind of shocked but also relieved with how much stuff ronnie oh my god (laughs) he gets the brunt of it he gets Uh, ronnie gets murdered (laughs) some fucking great uh practical effects going on yeah ronnie he gets a fucking microwave uh slammed on top of his head and turned on and his 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 eyes like bug out of his fucking head yeah, yeah, his like head goes through the, the base of the microwave. And then Mo turns it on. Yeah. It's like, that's insane. Like, I <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how, I, it's it's just wild that, like, they were like, yeah, that's, like, fun. You know what I mean? I mean, like, it's fun. Like, it's really fun that, like, Ronnie, like, like did it. And, like, that, with, like, now that we're, like, it's, like, fun to, like, oh, well, you know, Ronnie's playing himself in this and he's getting his comeuppance, like, of all the bullshit that he did. But, like, I'm, I'm like, surprised that he signed off on it. I know he did, like, the secret, li- or silent library. Mm-hmm. So, I'm guessing he's probably okay with getting slapped around a bit. Well, it's also how much they're getting paid, probably. That's true. Because this movie didn't get caught. Uh, it didn't cost that much to make, but mm. it made a lot more money than I thought it did. I bet. I mean, honestly, I bet it did. Do you know how much it was? It made like over a hundred thousand dollars gross. Hundred thousand or, or hundred so, million? Oh, sorry, a hundred million dollars. <laughs> okay, 
but it cost like thirty million to make. Oh, so they okay. made like That's seventy million dollars. So yeah, each one of the Jersey cast probably copped a half mil. They're not doing too bad. Yeah. Vinny, he's a comedy nerd, so, you know, uh, he, that's he why didn't he show up in the, the funniest movie. Yeah. The people consider the original comedians, you know. Man, it made $21 million off just DVD sales. I mean, we all had to buy a copy, right? Uh, yeah, we all bought a copy of this movie. Yeah. And we watched, we watched our purchased legal copies of this movie. Together. It made 38% of its gross opening weekend. But it, but it, it made its entire gross over the course of its, in, its run. Yes. Okay. It's probably a lot of matinee showings, a lot of mommy dad or old mommies. Yeah. Grandmas sure. is what I'm trying to say. Mm. <laughs> oh, wait. So hold on. I guess it only made, it made $54 million uh, domestically and internationally, but it made another $25 million off Blu-ray and DVD sales. Got it. One thing, one, one reason why I think Ronnie agreed to so much like slapstick in this movie yeah because he was kind of the the main one getting pushed around maybe his pr agent was saying like hey you're being called an abuser a lot online oh yeah we need we need to change around your image to being the abused so you're gonna have to take some hits in this in this one well, that makes sense so maybe they're just trying to change his image a bit I, I i agree though i do think that that's probably you're probably very very accurate <laughs> On that, Ronnie gets more, I think, than anybody. The microwave thing, though, was uh, that was the best part. That was hilarious. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. We all screamed. Um, yeah, we had, I, we were shocked that it happened. I think so. They get through their their slapstick routine where he beats up the whole Jersey Shore cast mm. that all the ones that matter, and he then like they 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 cut to like the cast confronting the producers and saying like we fucking want this bull cut man out of here like we don't like him and mo is in the in the group for this whole conversation and isn't saying shit like it's like trying to get him fired and he's just like there yeah uh which he we doesn't we understand didn't understand what's happening yeah we didn't we didn't mention mo's outfit he's but he's wearing <laughs> Like one of their, their affliction shirts or whatever off yeah. brand ones that they have. Yeah. Uh, and he's got like a red hoodie on and like a backwards hat. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. The whole segment yeah. was done very well. I, I do yes. agree. The only thing they could have done better was to have it either in the Miami or the the yeah. uh the Jersey house. Or have it near a beach because it was at like uh like you said, someone's backyard. It was like on their patio and it was very green. So Larry and Curly end up showing up after they're trying to get Mo kicked off of the show. Yes. Yeah. And this is kind of like, I mean, it's not the last time that we hear from the Jersey Shore, but it's the last time that we see them, like the cast. Yeah. And uh, so they show up and it's them running upstairs. Like, I guess that they were in the basement of this house and they ran up the stairs. And then one of the guys who works on the set was like, I couldn't stop these guys. And uh, they're like trying to talk to Mo, trying to get him back. So that way they can, I guess, not go back to the orphanage or they're, they're trying to go complete the hit or whatever. Yeah. Because when they're at the orphanage. Uh, it was revealed to Curly and Larry that Mo chose. He said he wouldn't leave without him, like when yeah. he was adopted, uh, which was the opposite of what Mo told them. When correct, and Mo told them so they didn't feel bad that like, oh yeah, uh, they didn't think I was a hard worker. Sorry, that wasn't at parents. the orphanage. That was at the law firm. They went to law the firm. law yeah, firm yeah. of the of the guy of Teddy's dad, the one who originally was going to adopt Mo, and that's when they also figure out that Teddy is the real husband, and that the other guy is uh not her husband. Yes, the, yes, yeah. The plot in this movie is it's just like it's like a shoestring. It's just like all over. Yeah, it's like a curly cue. So that happens, but then they go confront Mo at the Jersey Shore set. They start slapping mm -hmm. each other. Yeah, and then they producer like, loves it. 
producer loves it, but they they leave to go on their next adventure with Mo yeah. before the producer gets to like say anything to him. Really, like they resolve re, they resolve their beef and they they leave. Then where do they? Then they go to the mansion. They go to a they go to a house party, which looked like it was the house party out of the Master of Disguise. Uh-huh. I think it was the same set. Yeah, a lot of similarities. Uh, do you know? Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about, Sam? Mm-hmm. You watched that movie recently, didn't you? Uh, semi recently. Yeah, it's got a lot of shit in it that, that I didn't remember as a child. Me, mm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, warning there. Yeah, if you wanna, if you're gonna go back and watch a movie like Master of Disguise, maybe skip it for Three Stooges. Maybe, but if you do watch Master of Disguise, keep an eye out for the turtle scene because uh, yeah. that was filmed on 9/11. Yeah, like the like the 9/11. Yeah, like the real one. Like Dana Carvey was dressed up like a turtle watching live footage of 9-11 as it was happening, which is the, the wildest, IMDb. wildest imagery I could think of, of him. Like they wheel in a TV, like a substitute teacher onto yep. the set. And then Dana Carvey's in his turtle outfit with his bald cap on. And then he, and then he says, this isn't very turtley. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that, that the footage got leaked years ago and everyone just thought it was Bush senior watching it. <laughs> they're like man bush senior in his fucking green tortoiseshell tuxedo yeah that's fun but they have a running gag in this movie whenever they transition to new places they always have different modes of transportation on one of the scenes it may be this one or maybe a different one they uh show up on a on a skateboard but they have a bunch of dogs that are pulling them like a sled is that this scene or is that a different one i think you're thinking of the right one i think yeah. you are that's how they arrive yeah because then they make that joke they call that the guy 3po yeah the butler they call the, the butler 3po yeah well and they made the joke too about they crashed and uh mo was getting into larry about it and he's just like don't you know how to drive this thing he's all like what kind of poodles are there he's like they're standard and he's like oh i only drive manual or something stupid yeah and uh a lot of standard poodles yes i don't drive standard the three stooges so they go into the party Mm -hmm. and they start playing with the lobsters there's a lot of like lobster grabbing gags where they're like oh my balls oh my nose (laughs) yeah like getting grabbed by the lobsters and which it really quick if the dude who played larry held that note when he got pinched on his ball by the impressive. lobster that was impressive but it uh, might have been added in post i don't know i think that that dude was in will and grace right the dude who played larry yeah i'm pretty sure that was him. maybe i i don't i didn't watch will and grace because i know he was also in um he was the goldfish in cat in the hat oh really yeah, i'm pretty sure that's fun yeah but uh so yeah in or the way they snuck into the party is like one of the security guards is like, Hey, you need to watch out for like, we need the balloon guys to get into to the party. Yeah. So the three stooges bring in a bunch of balloons and like, Oh, the, come on, uh, let us in quick. These are heavy. Yes. Yeah. Let us through. That's how they infiltrate the party. But immediately when they walk in, they hand all the balloons to a little kid uh, who yeah. floats off to the ceiling. Yeah. Cause they're in an atrium. Like, it's- yeah. Yeah. And they do the lobster gag, but then they cut away from that with the kid screaming like 40 feet up holding the balloons yeah. and everyone's worried but, about the kid. I'm going to say that I'm surprised that the next gag that happens wasn't Sam's favorite. Uh-huh. Uh, 
because I thought it was really funny. I, it's in my top three gags in the movie, but Larry goes and grabs a shotgun from the wall behind it. <laughs> yeah, and that he was says, great. I'm, "I'm gonna, sh- I'll shoot her down." With and this Mo bubble says, popper. With this bubble, yeah, he calls, yeah, he calls it like a bubble popper. And then Mo grabs it from him and says, "Don't you know anything about gun safety?" And then he fucking hits Larry in the face with the butt of the shotgun, and the shotgun <laughs> <goes> fires. <laughs> and, it, and somehow he's like. He's like, there's a kid up there. Don't you know anything about gun safety? And like, it fucking goes off, and the kid is somehow not fucking blasted. Yeah. And then the kid falls and lands in a cake and is like, had a lot of fun. And was like, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And the, the chef who made the cake screaming. It's like, my cake. Yeah. The guy who looks like John Waters. Mm. It could have been John Waters, I guess. The, the mouse trap guy. Is that the name of that movie with the chef and the mouse? No, that's Ratatouille. No, not Ratatouille. No, there, there's, there's another one. That's about they're cheese. They're go. cheese dudes. They're like mouse. That they're not. There's no chef in that. Okay. There's a guy with a chef's hat on the. He's the a cheese cover. man. He, he makes cheese. Okay. He owns a cheese factory and he dresses like a chef. I guess. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that movie like maybe four or five times when I was younger because I thought it was fun. A mouse is loose in an old house and he wants to sell it to pay off his cheese factory and they destroy the entire mansion trying to kill one mouse and it's really fun. Isn't there another movie like that but it's like a button factory or something weird? There's, I think that the cheese factory is being shut down to be replaced by a button factory. Okay. Or maybe they own a restaurant because somebody eats a bunch of cockroaches in it. There's a lot of like weird shit. Mm-hmm. It's one of it's, I don't know. I need I, I'd have to rewatch it. There's a cheese factory in it, though. I'm pretty sure. Maybe he was a chef. I don't know. I remember some fat guy eating cockroaches. <laughs> uh, and Joe Rogan's like, can you can you believe he's going to yeah. eat all these cockroaches? Yeah, it was a fear factor crossover. Yeah, the the young Joe Rogan. Yeah, the one who talks like a, a wimp. Yeah. <laughs> Not the new Joe Rogan who fakes it. <laughs> uh, he's going to eat all these cockroaches. Uh, can you do it? They're probably going to be really gross. I need you to climb to the back of the taxi cab. You're going to have to get inside of the the (laughs) glove compartment. That's where I hit the key at. The final key is going to be inside of the gas cap. Then you have to unlock yourself from the front of the taxi. (laughs) Can you speak up, Joe? I can't fucking hear you. I have no idea what to do in this challenge, Joe. (laughs) Uh Then his sleeves are really long. He's like, yeah, you got dragged in that mud by that fucking horse, didn't you? (laughs) Joe, why are your sleeves that long? I could just see your fingertips. <laughs> I wonder how long you could hold your breath. Probably not long, I bet. <laughs> that'd be a really good if if they're you gonna got do some small pipes on you. you got, that'd be a really good like saw villain if they're if if that Joe Chris. Rogan? No, I mean just like a guy that says shit like that. Like like I don't know how long do you think you can hold your breath? Probably not for long. Uh- Got small pipes on you. <laughs> what are you doing this, Saw? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> or Jigsaw. I guess his name's Jigsaw. His name's not Saw. Back to Three Stooges. Yeah. Uh, they save the balloon girl, and yep. uh, they go upstairs uh, to go save their childhood friend, Teddy. Uh, Teddy. Yeah. yeah, who's been, like, roofied or something. Yes. And he, he um, drank like like funny fluid or something is what they called it. Yeah. <laughs> Give him the funny fluid. That through yeah. the funny fluid funnel. Uh because the uh their plan, Sophia's plan was he was gonna be drowsy from it and then he was gonna fall over the balcony. Yep. It's an oddly specific plan. But our our stooge anti heroes uh come upstairs and uh kind of let them know like, hey, something weird's going on here, man. I think you got I think he got the the funny vapors. 
Yeah. And he's like, why am I in my pajamas if the party's going on downstairs? Uh-huh. And she's like, uh. <laughs> this is where the movie kind of hit like the, the fast forward button in my mind. Yeah, I agree. When they did all the bullshit behind the scenes stuff, that's when I was like, my brain just turned off. Yeah, because Sophia uh, shows up and she's like uh, with her lover and they're like, we did plan to kill you, honey. And then Papa. But then, yeah, then the dad comes in. He's like, I was really the the one she wanted to be with. And we were I was having sex with your wife, son. Uh We were going to kill all of you. (laughs) Yeah. So they all get in a car together. Uh, Sophia has a gun and the dad has a gun and they're pointing it at the four other people. There are seven people inside of a car that holds four people. Yes. A lot of people in that car. It's a clown car, if you will. Yeah. Which all of those camera shots were really stressful, which I think added to the fun of that scene. Yeah. They're in the car and Curly pulls out his pet rat out of his jacket pocket. Uh, He's like, ah, he needs some, he needs some air. He's been in there for a while or something. And the rat is on the loose, jumps into Sophia's cleavage and starts like chewing on her. And that drives the car off into a lake. Uh, where it starts submerging and they're at the bottom of the lake and they have a small air bubble for seven people in their car. Man, yeah. It was uh it kinda reminded me what was that movie where uh Ryan Reynolds gets like buried alive? Uh buried. Buried, yeah. I uh kinda remind me of that a little bit. Mm. I don't like stuff like that. I don't either. Yeah. I I think when we were watching it and I was like, Man, would you want to be trapped in a car with seven people? Underwater. That just got submerged. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be in a want to be in a safe car on the road with seven people. No, in a car like that. No. Yeah, yeah. They're they're all in the small air hole, gasping for breath. Yep. And Curly does a toot toot. Yeah, and it's like a big toot toot because the bubbles go for a bit, and then everybody is sick. Yes. And but luckily, Larry brought his waterproof easy light matches. <laughs> yeah. After uh, Mo was like, does anybody have a lighter? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've got these waterproof, easy strike matches that are easy to set fires with, though. And he's just like, give me that, you moron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And explain he, the logistics of what happened to me. He Well, okay, so he lights the light. Like, he catches he because he's going to blow up the car, I guess. With mm-hmm. the fart with that minute. Juice. With that minute. And so he says, everyone shut your eyes, which is smart, because your eyes would, if that happened, they would disintegrate. And... <laughs> Uh, he lights the match and then it blows the car up underwater and that's how they survive. They all, the, including the rat, the rat that we mentioned one time at the beginning that the movie also mentioned like two times survives too. And that was a really nice thing to see. Mm-hmm. Can't kill the rat. Yeah. And so that's kind of the, that's the end of the big plot. Cause then there's like some tickler end stuff. But the big plot is now resolved. They ask Teddy for the money because his dad and his wife were just arrested for having sex. And his. Well, they were arrested for trying to murder him. I, yeah, yeah, but I think that you should go to jail if your dad has sex with your wife. That's just a, a <laughs> thing that I believe. But they asked Teddy for $830,000, and he says no because the nuns didn't do a background check on the guy that they sent him home with, and he doesn't want to support them. Yeah. And I was like, that's the most adult thing in this entire movie that somebody would feel that way because i would have that same sentiment i'd be like i'm not fucking i'm sorry like i would i would donate to another orphanage for the kids to move there but i don't think the administration should be involved yeah they're done so i thought that was funny yeah and everything just kind of uh the three stooges leave with their heads down back to the orphanage bummed out that they didn't save the day but they hear like kids screaming in the back for like coming from the woods when they're in the orphanage like the broken down orphanage 
So they go and investigate and they built a new orphanage right next to the old orphanage. Yeah. It has like a swimming pool and diving boards. It's really nice. It, it looks like a Marriott, which it probably was. Yeah. There's a golf course there too. Did you did you mention that? I didn't and notice the golf course. There was a golf course and a skeet shoot. Okay. Yeah. I did see the that's skeet how, shoot. That's how they first noticed it because they just saw these the skeet getting shot by shotguns in the yeah. distance. And kids screaming. Uh-huh. Uh skeet skeet. Yes. Everyone. Uh those balloon poppers. Yeah. <laughs> so it's revealed that the old spice guy prepaid their TV contract before they signed anything by buying a new orphanage if they'll be on a TV show. Which is sounds illegal. Yeah. Uh because what if they said no? It's like, okay, well I'm gonna kill all these kids then. Yeah. He pulls his balloon popper out. Uh huh. He, the robotic uh, hood of the, the pool starts closing with all the kids in it. <laughs> he just takes the ladder out like he's playing The Sims, and they just swim <laughs> around in it. <laughs> I'm getting real tired. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. I don't know how long I could doggy paddle here. <laughs> but so the Three Stooges agree to be on the TV show, uh, like Dummies versus Nunnies or something. What is it called? Yeah. It was like cummies or not cummies. It was like dummies. <laughs> it was yeah, like it was, called it was, like it was dummies. dummies versus cummies. Yeah, dummies versus cummies or too dumb to come. I think. Yeah, that could that'd be a fun tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> too dumb to come. Yeah, like T, like the number two D U M, and then the number two C U M, or a good license plate if you need a new vanity plate. <laughs> too dumb to come. Yeah. I'd work out pretty well. Yeah, I think so. I don't think anybody would have an issue with that. So yeah, the orphanage is saved. They got a Correct. new TV show. Yep. And uh, the bad the baddies are in jail. Yes. And the uh, Larry alive. David gets killed by a, a diving board. Yes. And then falls face first and floats in the water for at least five minutes. Mm-hmm. Which I do want to commend Larry David for being cool with all of the shit that happened to his character. I thought that was pretty pretty cool it's nice seeing like an old dude like having fun you know what i mean that's like not hurting anyone <laughs> yeah i guess that's true yeah yeah because you guys like his like shows and stuff and i'm not like i don't I, i'm indifferent i, and, I just uh, thought it was weird he was in this yeah, i don't know very strange it's i bet very, he's he's uh, he has to have been a fan of the shows or knew the 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 writer or the director or maybe jane lynch she seems like she, i wasn't she on that show that he had on hbo uh curb your enthusiasm yeah yeah, yeah. i think mm. she, i thought she was in that maybe there's a lot of celebrity cameos yeah. in that which most of the time the celebrities are playing themselves in that show oh maybe she played herself in it i, I all, all in all i'm gonna I'm going to come out and say it. I would I would say I would recommend checking this movie out. Even if like you're coming to this for the Jersey Shore stuff, that stuff enough would be a reason for me to suggest it. Mm-hmm. To not just watch the clips of it on YouTube, but to actually watch it and see like the characters develop to a point where they sh- like where one of them is on it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's a big enough part of the movie that it makes it worth it to watch the whole thing, I think. I agree. And it doesn't hurt that the rest of the movie has some pretty funny shit in it. Yeah, it was very funny. The the Jersey Shore part was out of the park. Like out my expectations were blown completely. The amount yeah. of involvement that they had. Uh the yeah, so good movie on them. It was really good. Yeah. I uh I don't know. I gushed a lot about just how much I, I had fun with this and it was like I was going into this with a very like not negative attitude, but it was kind of solemn. Like I mentioned earlier, I was expecting like you're going to a ex- funeral. Yeah. Well, I was expecting it to be like one of those like disaster movie kind of movies and i i fucking hate those 
Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't dislike like scary movie or uh, not another teen movie like those kinds because those I feel like were well made. Mm. Uh, but the disaster ones and like Meet the Blacks and like that, those are just made. Well, Meet the Blacks was to, fun. Did we watch that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Is I that the Paranormal it. Activity one? There was more than one. Paranormal the activity. There was uh, Haunted House, I think, with one of the Waynes brothers in it. That was the Marlon Waynes movie. Yeah, that was a Paranormal Activity one. And then Meets the Blacks, Meet the Blacks was the Purge parody. Oh, that was... Okay, sorry. That Not the Meet fun. the Blacks. I'm talking about Fifty Shades of Black, I think is what it's called. Okay, because what was the name of, uh, like, Trisket or something? Uh, yes, one of the no, characters. Cronut. Cronut. <laughs> and it was fucking Mike Epps, who you and I and Sam, we all love Mike yeah. Epps. Cronut. Uh, and, yeah, Cronut <laughs> was really funny in that. Uh, I, I would also recommend checking out because, okay, so the first Meet the Blacks movie is a, or no, the Meet the Blacks, there's only one, right? And then there's a sequel that takes place with fucking Jason that hasn't come out and probably never will. You remember yeah, they set so. that movie up at the end of it where they go to Crystal Lake and you see like a guy with a machete and a hockey mask like standing in the foreground. Oh shit, I didn't realize that. Yeah, Sorry. and like but like Mike Epps, he is so fucking funny in that. We, and we then, need a sequel. Yeah, there was a part in it that Jackson and I were fucking dying laughing at where there's this guy who's just like big black cock or something and he's like screaming it uh-huh. in the basement and his eyes are like white and milky. It was really good. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, those type of like parody movies or whatever could be hit or miss. It just depends yeah. on like who's behind it. And also how, ge- how genuine the parody is, I guess, if that makes sense. I, like the Meet the Spartans, I, I'm sure there, there's that is made mm-hmm. by uh, like a it's Google a AI. That's a Russian money laundering scheme. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. But some of them have some uh some heart to it. Yes. Like uh like all the uh uh like airplane or the scary mm-hmm. movies or like so. airplane was like where it was at. Like that was the first like movie parody in a way. I mean like not it wasn't, but it was like a first like genre parody like yeah. that that was really mainstream of like yeah. a disaster film. And I, if you're curious, so this isn't a parody movie, but no. like the jokes in parody movies are almost completely sight gags or uh, physical comedy. Yeah. And th- this you could transfer all the same jokes from that to here. Like yep. in the scary movies, things will be like someone's holding a shovel and they're turn around and hit someone in the head. Yeah. Like that that's the gags in those movies. It's the same formula in this. If you're trying to figure out what kind of comedy this is, it's very similar. And I think that the difference would be that in scary in one of the scary movies, like Anthony Anderson hitting someone with a shovel is like it's like, ha, that's kind of funny because it's like mm. a physical comedy. But in this one, like these three dudes have like a really good chemistry together. Yeah. Uh the actors seem like they're having fun and they take the characters like they don't break ever. Yeah. And it's not reliant on having seen the three stooges no. in order to get the jokes or anything. It's standalone. Standalone stooges. Yes. Stand- standalone stooges and I would say not really curly or larry, but Mo gets some character development in this i feel yeah he has an arc he has like mo is like a very like i said i I still think larry is interesting because like he's a an enigma uh (laughs) but like mo is also interesting in this movie because of like the serious notes that he has but they're still funny like nothing that happens in this movie that's like serious is like ever like serious well it's not yeah the grimace he has on his face for every single scene, like scrunched up, just like furious. Yeah. But he's holding it throughout the entire time they're doing all of this stuff. Yeah. Like he looks that like was a probably kid that's the like hardest. Got picked on. 
That was the hardest role to play out of the three, I would imagine. I agree. Uh, I Will they, Sasso just needs to like smile and like uh, cross his eyes and go whoop, yeah, whoop, 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 whoop. Like you just do the noises that like the the character did. Yeah. And then Larry is just kind of like he's just like he just coincides with both of them. Uh, he and Larry just takes some night quill during the day. Yeah. And his I don't know. The guy who did Larry, I thought he delivered his lines pretty well. Like his puns that he did, like we were talking, like he gets he gets like a an octopus on the face. Or no, he gets a lobster in the pants for doing puns, right? I, I liked it when at that at the party scene when Mo pulled the octopus out of the tank to throw it at Larry and Larry runs away from Mo and says, Mo, have some humanity, please. Uh-huh. I was like, that was really I don't know. Like to me, that's like a little nugget that they hid in there that just like uh, it just adds to that character. Yeah, I, I honestly, to be completely honest, when I we when we were doing this, I was excited that we were like going to do something different. But I was openly expecting to hate this movie a lot. Yeah. And I am beyond pleasantly surprised. Uh, Jackson, you said something that you wanted to talk about towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the movie, after right before the credits, uh, it goes cuts to the Farley brothers who made this movie. Uh, yeah, but so. as far as I'm aware, it was uh, people pretending to be the Farley brothers because those two extremely like ripped models. men yeah uh one with his shirt off like showing his abs off and everything he's like hello yes. we're the farley brothers and we just wanted uh have a little bit of a, a talk with you all uh about the props in this movie and they were showing off like the rubber hammers and like uh, uh explaining like when we hit people over the head it was fake hammers it wasn't real hammers so don't try it at home kids because they're these were fake and yours are not fake yeah, they're just waiting for the lawsuits to start rolling in. Yeah. I, I thought that was cool that they did that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a good idea. Yeah. Which, especially the part where they're like, and you saw a lot of eye poking in this. This is how we actually did it. We we poke above the eyes, and we'd hit the person in the eyebrows, which means their eyes would be fine. So don't, yes. don't poke your brother in the eyes, please. Speaking of that, they mentioned sound effects. I want to commend to whoever did the sound effects or the Foley work for this movie. Because mm-hmm. how over the top they were really added to that style of comedy. Yeah. Uh, and they were, it was like over a t- over the top enough that like some of them, like it's like when the, like, like the chainsaw on the head, like that was that, like that was like perfect. Like the, the timing and everything, but the sound in that was like, Mwah. Yeah, it was really nice. It was really nice. Just Curly uh, screaming. Just like, no. <laughs> it was like him screaming and then like a chainsaw grinding on like concrete. Yeah. That's how the movie ends. Cuts the credits. Yeah. I shut off the movie during the credits. You, uh, which I probably shouldn't have, because you guys caught no. some nuggets in the yeah. credits. Yeah. Well, we had to first. Conf- we, the reason why was because we wanted to see the cast list because I wanted to see if it really was Larry David because mm-hmm. I knew well, he was in it, but you, you, I don't know what he looks like. Yeah. And which, which he's in it. We he were questioning it. it because he wasn't yeah. wearing glasses at the beginning, and it, it, like him without glasses makes him look like a doppelganger. Yeah, but he is in it, and then that's when Sam pointed out the song that was playing. Oh my God, the the Three Stooges song. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just some song made for the movie that was some like rock and roll song, and it was really uh, funny to listen yeah. to. The lyrics were hilarious. It was like Three Stooges trying to make a living in America or yeah, something. Three like, Three Stooges making money in America. Yeah. Three Stooges. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I was like, all right, I'm going to keep watching until I figure out who sings this song. And between that point and the song, there was another full music video with the uh, African-American nun singing a song, like a modern pop song with the Stooges. It was mm-hmm. weird. At the very end, it showed the the song titles and the song list for the movie. And that 
song entitled The Three Stooges was written and performed by Iggy Pop and the Stooges for the movie. That's insane. And that is the last movie that some of the Stooges, or sorry, that is the last song that some of the Stooges were a part of before they died mm-hmm. was that song. That's insane. Um, That's tragic. It's, fu- it's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, it made it a hundred times more funny once I realized what was going on because you could definitely tell that they did not give a shit about that song. Yeah. They just made the dumbest song they could for fun. It's good on them. I mean, I, it yeah. fit the mood of the, the rest of it. Well, and the thing is, that song only existed in that one part of the credits. It wasn't anywhere else, like in the movie. So, yeah, that is weird. Oh, know. also, one other thing, too. Speaking of music, this this uh, movie had some bangers in it. Yeah. It had some, like, really, it, it was, like, kind of of the time. Like, there was some Foster the People, which really fit in. I don't know. It's just, it's just wild that the Stooges would, I mean, it makes sense. But it's like what just, was, it's uh, just the weird. walkie-talkie song that was in it. Oh yeah, oh, the, yeah, the walkie-talkie yeah, yeah. man by Stereogram. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it's a fun uh, song. If you if you're not familiar with that, look it up or play the game Elite Beat Agents on Nintendo DS. It's a really good uh, rhythm game. Yeah, they had that "Take Me to My Best Friend's House" song. Oh yeah, uh, that was on the radio all the Tongue-tied time. Tied by Group Love, I believe. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it was it was very time and place. Like it made me think that this was like a VH1 or an MTV movie where they just yeah. throw in all their movie rights or their song rights into the mm. which would make sense if this was an MTV movie because I mean Jersey Shore. Yeah. Um the I guess I don't know, to kind of wrap up this, like did you do you think that the Jersey Shore experience for this movie is worth it if you are a fan of the Jersey Shore, whether it's like how we are where we're watching it kind of to re-examine it or even if you're a, a fan of it in the past and you, you want to see some stuff that they're a part of. I think that fan or not, it's worth a watch. Yeah, um, I agree. I feel, I feel like it was a much better movie than I expected it was going to be. Mm. And the Jersey Shore stuff was just an, an extra little icing on the cake. Even if you don't know who the people in the Jersey Shore are, I think that it, uh, it explains enough to still be funny. Mm. I I would say I agree 100%, Sam. I do think, too, that what adds to the Jersey Shore stuff is that if you watch the movie and you dislike the people on the Jersey Shore, they play at themselves in a way that makes them look bad, I guess, or they they let themselves kind of get like beat up and stuff. Mm-hmm. That might give you yeah. a satisfaction for watching it that way. And they're definitely super, they're like extra unlikable on purpose. Like Wow was like just a bitch. Yes. Um, and she Sam- Sammy was too. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like how they normally would be on the show, yeah. I don't think. Well, maybe that's, I mean, if, if the three Stooges walked into the shore house, I'm sure they wouldn't be very nice to them. So no. Yeah. I, it kind of reminded me like when you watch the Jersey Shore, you kind of get a feeling for each person and like how they are as a person. Yeah. So it's like uh, people you have class with in high school. And then it's like, okay, time to turn in uh, a video for this uh, video production class. And uh, we're all going to watch it. And then you watch uh, kids that you know in person perform like these acting roles horribly. That's a really good way to look at this, I think. That like nailed it. And you just watch them do this stilted, like horrible little skit. And yeah. I don't know, it's a lot of fun. It's also, yeah, kind of uh, them getting their canuppets, especially uh, Ronnie. Like the cartoon violence happening to him uh, made me feel like cleansed after seeing the horrible shit that he does. He also like also mentions like you just can't go around hitting people, Mo. Yeah. So so tongue in cheek. Yeah. I bet that that was was something that he either improv or that was written specifically for him to say. 
Yeah. Uh, which, you know, once again, like, I mean, as much as we hate Ronnie, like, at least he played into his strengths in this, I guess. Yeah. It was fun. It was all around a good experience. Uh, I don't know if we should give it, like, a numerical score. I don't uh, know if that's how we're going to do this. We're if each going to rate it out of three. Okay. <laughs> I guess. With I'll decimals. give it a three. Three out of three Stooges? Yeah, three out of three Stooges. Okay. That's pretty good. A, I'd give it three Stooges and a Shemp. Whoa. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. I, I would honestly potentially in like a year or two be like, man, I might rewatch oh, the three stooges. <laughs> let's watch the shit again. Yeah, let's some watch other it again. Time. Yeah. But yeah, my uh I don't know, I feel you guys gave it three stooges out of three stooges. Well, Sam gave it plus a uh shemp. Yeah. Um I also enjoyed the movie. I I always feel uncomfortable giving a movie a hundred percent though. Yeah. Uh, well yeah, but I mean right now the three is kinda rough no matter what. Yeah, I'll give it a uh, I'll give it a, a two point six Stooges. Okay, I I I feel comfortable being a little lackadaisical with my score, mm-hmm. just because I think it, it it was such a a surprise. It was such a surprise. Yes, yeah. it was uh it was not what I expected. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this was a really good first departure for us. Yeah, I think it was a, it worked really well. I'm glad that we didn't start with Shark Attack Deathmatch featuring Vinny. I, I have like, a I feeling. Think, mm. I have a feeling all the other side projects of the Jersey Shore is going to be much less quality than the thir- the Three Stooges movie. Yeah, I, like the, I agree. Like the Jersey Shore Shark Attack, you're saying? Oh, they they were in movie 43. Jeez, are you uh, which uh, Snooky was. At least that's that's that one I'm not looking forward to, and I, I know I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> no, we're not, and uh, it's only Snooky, and I don't know how long she's in it. So, uh, but we and will do yeah. that one as well, most likely at some point, because I already did, I already bought it <laughs> legally. Yeah. Um, but so obviously this is a little bit of a departure for us because typically we just talk about the show. Uh, if you want to give us feedback on how you think the 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 three Stooge cast or whatever other dumb name that you two gave it, <laughs> what was what's the other one? The triple the triple Stooges. Yeah, I don't even remember. The triple Trey Stooges. The yeah. Trace the Trace Stooge cast. Thrice um, the 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 thrice Stooge. Stooge yeah. cube. Yes. Stooge. Stooge cube. <laughs> I like that Stooged <laughs> cube. Yeah, Stooge <laughs> cube is pretty good. I. Uh, Hello, welcome to Stooged Cube. Yeah, that's nice. I we're we're sticking with that. Um, yeah. we we already trademarked that NPR. Stay away from our Stooged Cube. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but if you have any feedback for this uh this little departure, make sure to tweet at us or you could email us any way you want to contact us. Yeah. But just let us know, like, uh, how do you feel about this? Do you want us to talk about more departures from the actual show? We um, we probably will do it either way, <laughs> but. And also, uh, our email is gorillajuicecast at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter is at ggjuicecast. And we have an Instagram as well. And that is, you can I think you can DM on that. So if you need to send us a message on there, if that's your, your thing, mm-hmm. it's just at gorillajuicecast on Instagram. We got some notes. We got some feedback. Well, we got some really lovely feedback in our emails recently. We appreciate everybody that's been reaching out. Uh, it's been making us feel really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We have a lot of fun making this and, uh, yeah. we hope you have fun watching or listening, I guess, watching the show and then listening to us. If that's how you do it or watching the three stooges, the movie, we need more stooges content. Let's, uh, let's, yeah. let's call out the production companies. We need another, we need stooges, stooges. I know Will Sasso probably doesn't have any money, but maybe we should reach out to him and just see the logistics of making a sequel to this movie or like a Netflix series. Oh, that'd I be just, great. I think that like 
that there's a lot of potential here and uh, I don't necessarily think that I got my fill from just one film. And I'd like to make the blanket invitation to Sean Hayes, Will Sasso, or Chris... Uh, Diamondopolis. Diamondopolis. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hop on the show, uh, we, we could talk about... like We'll probably stick to your interactions with the Jersey Shortcast, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe the whole... Uh, but we'll I mean, talk to you, you about whatever you want to talk about. We'll, but we'll edit it to just be the Jersey Shore stuff, yeah. I guess. Unless, unless you're trying to sell a Scientology or something. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess Chris Diamondopoulos would have the most interaction with the Jersey Shortcast just because based off the scenes he was in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Chris, if you want to, if you're interested and you're listening, I'll tweet at you when this episode goes up and then you can ignore it like everyone else from the cast. <laughs> Except oh. for, uh, I will say, 495 Productions. Uh, she liked and retweeted something that we posted. So I was pretty happy mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, it was so, very kind. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that pretty much concludes the uh, the uh, Stooged Cube cast. Yes. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thanks Thank for you for stopping by. Yeah. Stooge, stooge talk. Yuck, 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 yuck. Why I oughta. Waka, waka. Have some humanity, guys. I want it. <laughs>